At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Back. This is WOMMLP operating our Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's the Rocket Shop. And with me now is Tom Piero and Shay Gessetta. Am I saying that right? <laughs> no? Gestal! Gestal! My bad. <laughs> I was not saying that right at all. Um, you kind of messed mine up too a little bit, but that's oh, okay. Wonderful. Okay. Tom, how, how, how do I say you say your name? I, I usually pronounce it Pero. Pero. Yeah, kind of like the fruit pear. Okay. With, with a, a no on the end. Right, or a like no it. around the pair. <laughs> you know. I like how you pronounce Either my or. last name. Okay, so, uh, so Tom Pero and Shay Gestal. 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 Ooh, I like that. Gestal. I know, it sounds so exotic. It's like Steven Seagal. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> now, you guys have turned up with an awful lot of equipment. Uh, it looks... It looks phenomenal. Uh, there's, a, there's an amp over here that, that you have to ask it nicely to turn on and, and get warm. Uh, it, it makes fantastic noise noises so far that I've heard. Um, I would really like for you to just kick us off with a song to show us what this can do. Sounds great. This is the newest one that we've written, and it's called Moon and Sun. <laughs> Thank you. 
Very nice. Um, am I allowed to speak at this point? I feel <laughs> like we we have faded out at this. Yeah, we have. We yes, we have faded out. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, wow. It's uh, it just makes you melt in your seat. That kind of music. It's it's phenomenal. Um, how do you even begin to start creating a concept of being able to create this? It seems like trying to I don't know uh, compose water. <laughs> I like that. I I actually like that analogy as well. Um, Oftentimes, I refer to music as a river. And most of these songs just kind of uh, kind of come to me, kind of entirely. I kind of feel like they're almost like beamed down on me from above, radiated mm. from the universe, <laughs> if you will. Um, and I do have a strong um, both spiritual and uh, scientific kind of explanation for that. Maybe we'll go into that at another time. OK. Um. So it, it's it, do you need to be in a particularly special place if it's a spiritual event for you to compose? Do you, I mean, do, do you have to have like you know your own kind of church or chapel, or is it just as and when you're kind of walking down the road and and you kind of get struck by this uh, this cosmic thunderbolt? Um, I find that the setting really does matter a lot. Um, I construct my home to be what I call a sanctuary. I record this all myself, or I would say my last album, I recorded myself, and um, I found it to be very fulfilling and difficult as I was able to get it to sound 
very close to how I wanted it, but it took time. Um, inspiration doesn't strike all the time. So I'm kind of just hoping that when it does, I'm in the right space to notice it and to kind of channel it. Mm. Um, and this is uh, a quite a departure from uh, your other works with Abby Morin that was kind of more folksy. Um, have you always been creating this kind of music or is this, uh, was, this just, was this a new avenue for you that came uh, recently, started to explore recently? Well, I, I've been working on music like this my whole life. Um, working with Abby was kind of a, a side project that turned into an almost full-time thing just because of the momentum of that project. And, you know, I had such a great time touring with that group. Me and Shay toured around the country. We were on the road for six months with Abby <laughs> and her amazing partner and manager and just Jenna, who does so much for them as well. And um, so I kind of got swept up in that for a couple of years. And, you know, I made the hard decision at the end of that that I really had to come back and, and record this music that really has been in my heart for some time now. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the I've been listening to some of the tracks online, and the the audio quality is exquisite, and you you really kind of need that for the the sort of music you're creating. Uh, was this was this just a really great bedroom uh, studio setup, or did you have to go somewhere? <laughs> did you get someone to produce it for you? What's what was the process of creating this album? Oh, that's the great question. Um, I actually have a video on my website that was shot by Kale Cooper. Is an excellent video that's kind of a behind-the-scenes, almost documentary of Headspace, the album that I released last November. And that album, I rented a cabin in Waterbury, Vermont, in the middle of the woods, on 80 acres of land. I was there in the fall for three months, and I turned it into my wonder wonderland. Mm. So I brought my studio, I brought my old Yamaha mixing console up there, I brought all my old guitar amps, I brought Dave's uh, old Rogers drum set. I set it up in the front of a window looking out on a waterfall. Mm, and yeah. I said, let's create. You know, my music is very, I, I don't really love saying my music. The music that I am a part of is um, very much about painting a picture. It's about creating a sonic landscape for the listener. And so when I create music, I like to be in beautiful environments. I like to be in front of a window looking at water. Mm. I've really found that. And maybe it's because I grew up on an island. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, in Vermont or what, what, what island did you grow yes, up on? Yes, uh, Vermont. Yes, Isla Mott, Vermont. <laughs> which no one really probably knows where that is, but it's a tiny island on Lake Champlain. Actually, the world's oldest coral reef oh. was recently. I mean, not alive right now, but obviously dating back millions and millions of years. So there's uh, I could say that I grew up on the oldest Old living coral. coral reef, which is wow. must be why I'm such an old soul. <laughs> it's quite a claim. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you know, you're in this cabin, uh, looking at the waterfalls as you're creating music. Is the music a direct uh, uh, audio copy of that landscape alone, or while were you creating it, were you, did you have other landscapes in mind? I definitely had other landscapes in mind. Um, this album, Headspace, um, really has a very minimalist, a very kind of... Um, it's very much a winter record. And I wasn't at the cabin in winter, I was at the cabin in fall. And I really had these landscapes kind of in my head going into the project. Um, for instance, Plains, the fourth track on the album, I wrote that in Laramie, Wyoming, while I was on tour with Abby Morin. 
And that was a place, location, where it was 8,500 feet above sea level, but it was flat. You weren't in the mountains. You could see mountains in the distance, and, like, you were 8,500 feet above sea level, and you felt like you were so close to outer space, <laughs> you were just going to float off the planet. And I wrote that song uh, the next night, actually, when we were in Salt Lake City. It just came complete Ooh. to me. I, I brought my guitar into a friend's kitchen. I started to play. The chords came out. The bass line came out. The melody came out complete. Ooh. It was just beamed down. And that's, that <laughs> is the way a lot of these songs do come about. I will... I will I'll be honest. Maybe it was easier to beam because you were so high up. <laughs> I was closer to the, yes, yes. Ah, good. I never thought about that. Lesson to fear. Holy God. <laughs> um, well, I'd love to hear it. I don't know if that's the next track that you're all got planning on playing, but um, yeah, it would yeah, be well, a great segue if it is. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to play a song next from the album, Headspace. Mm -hmm. um, this one is the second track on the album. And um, this one is in somewhat a reflection of the house that I grew up in in Isla Mines. It's a very small old farmhouse, um, as well as some other pieces of my life that I've taken. And uh, this next song is, I kind of consider it the single for this album. It's called Tiny House. All right, wonderful. Well, take it away. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Tom Perro there with Tiny House. Uh, just another beautiful track. Um, I, I've not heard a track so far that I've listened to either online in front of me that uh, hasn't kind of invoked those kind of similar feelings of just kind of melting into my own seat. Um, it's... Is it a large part to do with, I mean, you were saying before about how being spiritual is, is kind of uh, uh, the nature of the way that you're creating this music. The people listening to that, is that the kind of feeling that you're trying to invoke, or is that just a personal thing for you? Um, yeah, I would say definitely. Um, the word spiritual gets thrown around a lot. I think that um, kind of religion has a lot of... Um, there's just a lot of things tied to religion and spirituality in this world that I think people, some people can kind of be scared a little bit of it. And, you know, by spiritual, I'm not necessarily referring to religious, just kind of this, you know, from the heart, this kind of deeper meaning that music really provides for me. Mm. Um, and for me, it's a way to get to this place of stillness. Um, it's almost like a sonic meditation. When I play music, like I don't, uh, thought, thoughts do not enter my head. Mm. Like I don't even, I wasn't thinking about anything during that last song. It was just clear. Um, and I'm really lucky that I've come to a place where, you know, I, I, can, I can kind of set myself up for that and, and hopefully take the audience with me. Mm. There's just so much stuff that's going on in this world that, you know, I myself can get bogged down a lot. And, you know, wintertime is a hard month. It's a hard month. It's a hard season. <laughs> it's a hard <laughs> year in Vermont. Five, five, five months at the very least. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, if my music can just take, sorry, if the music I'm a part of can just take you away for a second, I really do believe that that is very valuable. Mm. And in fact, I think with this latest album, Headspace, I will plug this again, I'm trying to be better at that. <laughs> um, I think it might take you away for all of, uh, it's whopping 28 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was 45, actually. Oh, uh, uh, well, <laughs> you, you wish. And, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of short albums. I'm, and, and my biggest feedback on this album has been, I wish it was longer, which is perfect. Exactly <laughs> what I intended, listeners. So Just getting people begging for more. Exactly, um, exactly. Well, talking of which, um, I mean, you brought the album out end of last year. Uh, I'm not I'm expecting you to bringing out another album or anything like that. But do you, do, you, do you push out singles or single tracks when you create them? Or are you the sort of artist that kind of compiles what you've got together and, and actually kind of uh, uh, put them out as an al album each time? This album was my first album under Tom Perro mm -hmm. as a solo album. So I really wanted to put my best foot forward. And I'm big into albums. I listen to vinyl a lot. Mm. For many years, I almost only listened to vinyl, mm. purposefully. And the concept of an album and it being greater than the sum of its parts really resonates with me. Although in the future, I'm working on new recordings as we speak, because mm -hmm. I've gotten the feedback that people want more. And I shouldn't be sitting in my apartment keeping all this to myself. Mm -hmm. I should be sharing this with the world. So I'm going to be releasing more content more quickly in the coming years. All right. And um, do you, is this kind of a published solely on your website? Where, do, where, do you, where can you find your music mm -hmm. if not, you know, in a record store or um, 
Yeah, in the record store. Yeah. Um, my music is available Spotify, mm-hmm. YouTube, Bandcamp. All of these sites are linked to my website, mm-hmm. tomparo.com. If you go there, you can, you know, there's clicks to if you have Spotify. I prefer Spotify. I like its format. I like the look of it. I like how it suggests other artists that oftentimes I find I like. Mm-hmm. But I know not everyone has Spotify, so I wanted to make sure that it's, you know, it's on YouTube, Bandcamp as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, yeah, the local record stores. I have vinyl copies of this at all the local record stores around here. Uh, Pure Pop, Burlington Records, um, Speaking Volumes. I did read that the vinyl is probably the best way to listen to this. I, I prefer listening to vinyl. Um, although, you know, honestly, I'm really, really, really happy how the digital version came out. Mm. Like, extremely happy. Um, almost to where I wouldn't say that vinyl is better for this particular album. It's just a slightly different experience. Mm. Um, but that being said, I, I, I am very happy with how the records came out and... You know, they're 180 gram. I really spared no expense, and I really wanted to, uh, like I said, to put my best foot forward. Um, you were just mentioning how you quite like Spotify because of the, uh, it recommends you other artists of a similar nature, I would say. I definitely agree with that one. I've been mm-hmm. down several, I've gone three, down several rabbit holes on a daily basis yeah. where I'll listen to one person I know I like and then get the recommended artist, and then before I know it, I'm listening to like Mongolian funk jazz <laughs> or something. Um, <laughs> There, there. there is a big part of me that's begging to try and start comparing you to other artists, but I'd like to know who you try and, I wouldn't say emulate, but what, what artists do you kind of get inspired by, and what, what, who do you think you sound like? Um, Apart the, from yourself, of course. That's a very good question. I've always prized uniqueness, and just by maybe chance, my music, I do feel, falls into that category. There's not a whole lot of other bands that I really do feel are doing what I'm doing. But there are some, and for sure some that I've taken a lot of influence from. The first person is Bill Frizzell. Mm. He's a jazz guitar player. He's my favorite musician, living or dead. And I emulate him, and I really look up to him. Um, I, I kind of, I oftentimes say I'm a disciple of Bill Frizzell. Although he's never given me a guitar lesson, I have met him, and he did say, I like your, like, I was playing acoustic guitar at a guitar shop that I worked at, mm. and he came up to me and he said, that sounds good. Quote, <laughs> Bill Frizzell. And then and that's, that's when I knew. I was like, I have to do music the rest of my life. You should tell that on the back of the album. I know. <laughs> I know. Bill Frizzell, if you're out there, you told me I sounded good, and now I'm playing music. Um, another artist that's newer, that recently I was at um, a festival. I was at Otis Mountain Get Down last mm. year. I'm actually performing there this year. Really pumped. Shout out to Otis. Um, was Delicate Steve. And he is actually doing a lot of similar things. He's using a lot of loops. Mm. It's all instrumental. The guitar lot melodies are really carrying it. He's got a little more backbeat, and he's like a little more danceable. But it's really in the same vein. So I was going to say something sim- similar in that kind of same vein of well, loops and just crazy great guitar work, uh, but uh, you know, a little bit dancier. Tom Mish. Oh, yes, I love Tom Mish. I found him through Spotify. <laughs> I, I, like this last year. Yep. And, you know, I listened to Tom Mish while I was tracking this album, Headspace, oh, really? all the time in the morning. I'd put on, um, I'd put on his, um, what was it, his London, or it was, uh, what was it? It was like the, the almost re- most recent EP he had. I think I know the one you mean. It was, it's got like four tracks on it. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah, the Crazy Dream EP is really good as the well. The Crazy Dream EP, that, yeah. that's it, that's it. Um, yeah, he, he, 
definitely one to check out if anyone else is, uh, likes this music. Tom Mish is a it's fantastic. In our, in our, we share the same name. And you share the same name. <laughs> That's amazing that you actually picked that out out of this music because I. So that I'm, I'm just very happy about that. Wow, great. <laughs> well, he's, he's also a very, very good guitar player. You know, yeah, so. Which is why I originally was drawn to him. Mm. Um, unfortunately, we've not got too much time left, and I would really, really like to hear at least one more track. So could you please introduce... Oh, sorry, before I, uh, I make you do that, um, please tell us where you're playing next, uh, what's coming up in the next uh, six months or so. You already say you're playing a festival. Yes. Uh, where can we see you live? And uh, give another plug out for your album. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you can see me live this Friday alongside Shay Gestel, a lovely violin player that's been kind enough to join me tonight. Um, this Friday at the um, Light Club Lamp Shop, mm-hmm. uh, right next to Radio Bean. We'll be playing there from 7.30 to 8.30. I love that room. It's my favorite room in town to play. Um, so stop by there this Friday. Yeah, I just said that to Steph Faf as one of my favorite venues. It's a fantastic place. Lee, Lee has been supporting my music for ever since the first crappy band I was in. And, uh, you know, the Radio Bean is really a big part of the community. And um, I love to bring my music there anytime I can get a chance to. And if you do like listening to uh, what you're hearing this evening, uh, Tom Pero's album came out in November. It's um, called Headspace. Yes. It's 25 minutes of just pure bliss, audio uh, audio, audio bliss. Uh, wholeheartedly recommended it. Recommended to anyone. Um, and please, if you could play us out with one of your songs, that'd be fantastic. Alrighty, we we we've kept it pretty mellow this whole time. So let's stray from our set list and uh, try something a little darker. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Thank you. 
simply beautiful. Thank you guys so much for coming on this evening. Really do appreciate it. That was wonderful. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Just one more thank you for Shay Gesto on violin tonight. Thanks so much, Shay. Uh, wow. Um, it's uh, taken to me a little bit to uh, kind of shake my head back into reality there. But uh, thank you very much, uh, Steph Pappas, also for coming on earlier on today. Uh, Tom, Shay, thank you guys once again. Um, you guys will be playing on Friday at the uh, Light Club Lunch Shop. Also, Tom's uh, Tom Pero's new album uh, came out last November, actually, but uh, called Headspace. So find that on Spotify or at your local record store. Uh, next week, we have Young Tradition VT, uh, Vermont and Troy Millet. Or Trom Troy Millet. I'm sure I probably got his name wrong as well, but um, you can correct me next week. Uh, I've been your host, Tom Proctor. This has been The Rocket Shop. You guys have a good night. <laughs>